our Ramadan, Ramadan medical files. And uh, this edition always every year comes on uh, and it's great to have our Sunday uh, afternoon. Yes, uh, it's uh, our 12 to 1 and the 12 to 1 p.m. Uh, the Ramadan files. And Alhamdulillah, uh, we're going to kick up uh, with the, our edition with uh, none other than a very popular individual. He's a herbalist, he's an alternative medicine specialist. He's also uh, someone that's very popular on uh, media and Alhamdulillah sought after our very own uh, Yusuf Mali. Yusuf, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And uh, Jazakallah Khair for joining us on the first edition of uh, Medical Files on in the beautiful month of uh, Ramadan. How are you doing uh, uh, this afternoon, my beloved brother? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah bikulli hal. Shukr for the opportunity. Ramadan Mubarak to you. Ramadan Mubarak to your loved ones and all those who are listening to Marka Sahaba. May Allah make it easy for each and every one. It's a month of blessing, a month of sacrifice, a month of beauty, a month of love. So let us share that love and beauty with one another in our speech, in our way, in our actions, and everything to emulate the beautiful nature and character of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. So subhanAllah, it's but a honor and a blessing to be chatting with you on this fine, beautiful afternoon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Uh, listeners, uh, as you can hear, the superlatives uh, that just flows uh, from the lips of uh, Yusuf Mali. He's a wholesome individual indeed. And also, Yusuf, you know, we are a spiritual being having a physical experience on in this dunya and as a, a spiritual being our spiritual food is in abundance when it comes to this uh, month of uh, ramadan alan wasalan ya ramadan you are honored uh, the month of the noble quran talking about this dimension being a spiritual you know creation having a physical experience talk to us about uh, the you know this dimension of ramadan how it nourishes the spirituality and also the physicality, uh, Yusuf. Subhanallah, Uncle Shafat, um, it's good that you've mentioned this because a lot of people feel, and uh, especially Western uh, ideologies have influenced us to believe that uh, we are the body, and that is it, nothing more than the body. And literally, we devoid of any spirituality. We are the body, and when we body dies, and then we are dead. And literally, that is where it ends. So subhanAllah, uh, Allah has granted us the wisdom of understanding through the, the teaching of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam to respect and love each and every creation that Allah has blown his essence, his ruh into. So subhanAllah, when we understand that we are, uh, the great understanding of uh, Dr. Mawlana Fadl Rahman al-Ansari, when he says that we are from Jannah and we will return to Jannah, we are on our way to Jannah. So subhanAllah, when you have that understanding, subhanAllah, that uh, uh, Allah has guided us and protected us and sent us on a duty to have a journey on this dunya. Immediately, we we have a better understanding of uh, where we come from. And uh, looking at when we say, um, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. From Allah do we come, and to Allah is our return. So when we say that, subhanAllah, we have a, a, a more greater understanding then you have the Western philosophers, the Western understanding. If we come from Allah and we're going to Allah, what is our duty? What is our purpose?
purpose. And subhanAllah, that is where we have then a, a eureka moment, you know, that moment where we feel that subhanAllah, there is a greater purpose. Allah has sent us on this purpose, on this journey to learn and to study and to become wise and then to share that wisdom with others and grant others the understanding where we have achieved. And so subhanAllah, isn't that a greater ni'mah? Isn't that the greatest sharing and ability to do that? SubhanAllah, where we share our wisdom, our experience with our loved ones and that and those who feel that they can um, achieve a greater height enlightenment with our achievements. So subhanAllah, that is our greater purpose as uh, human beings and as Muslims. SubhanAllah, we have that greater understanding how to share, to share our love, to share our understanding and to uh, feel that Allah has Allah blesses those who share. SubhanAllah, that's why it's called Halifatullah. Halifatullah is those people who Allah has given the wisdom and understanding to serve mankind by serving Allah. You serve Allah by serving man- mankind. So it's a, an, uh, uh, it's a continuous giving opportunity. And now we have the understanding when you give now, when you give towards charity, when you give a sadaqah, in, and coming to this blessed month of Ramadan, the month of the Quran, the month of greater understanding, the month of love, the month of love where Allah has guided us and protected us and showed us this is the path which I have uh, bestowed upon you. You have seen the path of those who have chose not to follow me and not to follow my directions, see what happened to them, guide you and protect you that you can become stronger better and me and more uh, wiser than those who have come before. So subhanAllah, when we look at all these uh, positives and all these loving characteristics Allah has shared with us and, and guided us with, subhanAllah, aren't we Muslims as uh, feel honored, as Muslims feel blessed, as Muslims feel um, superlative, um, uh, not uh, that we are fe- feeling that we are superior to others. No, we feel that benevolence that Allah has bestowed us upon. We, we might be superior in our understanding. We might be superior in our spiritual undertaking. But Allah did. Allah says there is no superiority between black and white. There's no superiority between classes. There's no. There's only superiority with understanding. So subhanAllah, when we understand all these things which makes us Muslims, subhanAllah, it should humble us. And that's a time you feel more inferior that I don't know enough. Allah, you sent me on this journey. You sent me on this beautiful journey of life. And I am supposed to come to you and bring you glad tidings and grieve as a traveler on this journey and bring you the glad tidings of our accomplishments, what we have accomplished throughout our life, what we have done and share with you, oh Allah, what you feel and feel that you are happy with what we have done. So subhanAllah, when we have this greater understanding of our deen, uh, we have a greater understanding of our journey, we have a greater understanding of our life essence, subhanAllah, aren't we blessed? Uncle Shafat, what's your thoughts? Alhamdulillah, beautifully said, and as you said, uh, you know, these are, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a time for introspection, and you know, I generally look at uh, Ramadan, you know, you, we are like a ship that sails uh, for, you know, 11 months we out in the in the deep 
uh, blue ocean, you know, the different perils of the sea, the different types. We are being dunked and the thunder, the storms, and the ship starts rusting, the engine starts feeding the strain and so forth. So what happened? The ship comes into the harbor and gets into the dry docks. And what happens in the dry docks? It gets an overhaul from the hull right to the chimney and into the engine room. Everything is uh, checked out, parts replaced, and it's, you know, the ship literally becomes ship shape. And then when the, as the Ramadan ebbs and we come towards the end of Ramadan, the ship leaves the dry docks, gets out of the harbor, and once again, it has the strength and it's a ship shape to take in uh, all those challenges that it's thrown out at, in the ocean. Similarly, uh, the human being has that type of a challenge. And, you know, you look at the lifestyle of Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the greater the challenge, the, 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 the greater the status. You look at the opposition that he got, but Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu really rose higher and higher. So, uh, you know, this is how I look at it, uh, Yusuf. Uh, perhaps your thoughts. Subhanallah, Uncle uh, Shafad, as you mentioned, uh, the ship, uh, but we, uh, we look at, uh, at this ship as a method of conditioning. We are conditioning ourselves to be better than what we were yesterday to become better than we were last year, so we can have greater achievements next year. And when we look at, as you say, when the ship finally leaves, we feel that greater accomplishment when we finish the Ramadan, we say, Alhamdulillah, oh Allah, you have blessed me with another year. Uh, that is the understanding that we should have. But if we don't have that understanding, literally we just go through Ramadan every year without uh, any, any introspection, without any uh, ability of understanding what is Ramadan. Ramadan is a month where it, it conditions us to be better than what we were yesterday and last year. And when we have that understanding, now would we do, uh, still be doing and carrying on all the nonsense or all the evil or all the criminal or all the uh, uh, ugly things that we have done yesterday and maintain that and thinking Ramadan is finished, now I can go back to what I've done before. Subhanallah. Uh, we must have that understanding of Ramadan. Now, Ramadan is a, a month of conditioning where we become better, we are more humble, where we are more um, loving towards one another. And unfortunately, uh, if we haven't achieved that in Ramadan, when are we going to achieve it? The understanding is our journey is a, a journey where we we uh, where we come to realize that what we have learned is but a fraction of what is there in the ocean and uni uh, universal ocean uh, of Allah's greater wisdom, subhanAllah. So when we come to that realization, oh Allah, you have guided me and protected me throughout my life. And I have come to the point where I've achieved uh, a great understanding of what is my journey. Uh, this is my uh, destiny. Oh Allah, is this true? Uh, Allah will say, Subhanallah, you have only but touched that of uh, greater insight and achieve uh, that uh, trans, uh, transcendence uh, moment where you feel that you can, but you have only touched, but only the the uh, a speck of uh, what is possible. So Subhanallah, once we 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 come to that understanding then our uh, uh, mundane lifestyle of living wrong, being wrong, being evil, being criminal, doing all these things that is wrong, and still saying, I'm a Muslim, subhanAllah, 
then you haven't achieved that uh, that possibility. Then that boat that you have Tom, been conditioning, then that boat that we have been busy with and that boat that we have been f- um, uh, preparing for at uh, the end of the month, subhanAllah, that boat is gone. So uh, clean sailing is ahead for the traveler who have made the preparation, who have conditioned his mind, who have conditioned his body to be better and fulfill his true purpose of serving Allah and serving mankind. Uncle Shafan. Alhamdulillah, beautiful indeed, uh, Yusuf. And Alhamdulillah, we have uh, in uh, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam a beautiful example. We have the noble Quran, uh, even in the month of the uh, Quran, is uh, Ramadan, and where you can take in lessons uh, that will uh, definitely uh, put you into the top echelon of uh, you know spirituality. And uh, then you look at uh, the numerous studies, uh, you know, that have discovered Yusuf that fasting can help you live longer, control your weight, improve your mood and concentration, increase your energy level, and improve the quality of your sleep. All this comes through because uh, fasting has that uh, type of uh, you know, power or energy that it infuses in an individual, uh, Yusuf. Uncle, so true, Uncle Shafat. The thing is, a lot of people think, uh, or should I say Westerners think that, okay, we are just staying away from eating and that, uh, that they can achieve the same. But literally, fasting is more than that. It's that spiritual building um, that is the, uh, fundamentally great for our body. When we look at fasting for a Muslim, we, are not, we don't only abstain from eating any food or drinking any liquids or smoking cigarettes or engaging in sexual activity from dawn till sunset, but it's more. The Ramadan is a spiritual time for a Muslim where it symbolizes dedication, reflection, introspection, discipline. Ramadan allows us to shield ourselves, as the Nabi Sallallahu says, Ramadan allows us to shield ourselves from the sin through fasting. And this is said by our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu that fasting is a shield. Now, when we have that understanding, Ramadan becomes greater than just abstaining from food and drink and all the other activities. So looking at that, how with Ramadan, we feel that connection that Allah has blessed us with a unique month, a unique time where he exalts us to the position, onto a sphere, onto a level, onto a darajah, which is much more higher than any other month. So he's allowing us to come to this, uh, this great heights and saying, oh, my slave, how can I help you? How can I, what can I do for you? You have served me well. So subhanAllah, when we have that understanding and we have that, and when we have even that night of Laylatul Qadr, when our faith really goes uh, beyond understanding where all our sins are forgiven and everything has been cleared and Allah says, all your previous sins has been cleared and forgiven. Oh my, oh my slave, what do you want? So subhanAllah, what, what as a Muslim, what can we say, what do we want? So therefore, it's important for a Muslim to practice self-control, cleanse the sins, discipline, get rid of the bad habits, purify the soul, and hold on to the book of Allah and say, and it was revealed by our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And when we have that, fasting in Ramadan becomes that increased spiritual devotion towards Allah as in the purpose of Ramadan. Uncle Shafat. You know, whilst you're talking, Yusuf, and uh, the ayat of the Noble Quran, uh, Surah Baqarah, I think, uh, Surah uh, 2, 185, and that, you know, uh, that came through mind. It just passed me by when you, you were talking, and it says, uh, Oh, you who believe, 
fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you, that you may develop God consciousness. You know, uh, getting the reality of Allah, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Wallahu alimun hakimun. Allah is all-knowing, all-wise. Allah is watching you all the time. That type of conviction, Yusuf, that, you know, you will not do anything wrong because you're so aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You make obeisance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your proximity with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so close that you shudder to even let Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala down. You will have that fear, not because you fear like a horrible, but you, you love Allah subhanahu, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so much that you will fear you know, disappointing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is the type of taqwa uh, that we all should be trying to attain, uh, Yusuf. And uh, you very eloquently, uh, you know, pushing us uh, towards, uh, towards uh, that moment, uh, Yusuf. Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. It's but only a pleasure when we understand and or have a greater understanding of that purpose. Because when you look at uh, uh, the health benefits of, of Ramadan, subhanAllah, it reduces hypertension. Any of us are complaining, we have a problem with hypertension, we've got high blood, we have this problem, we have that ailment, we've got this condition. But literally, the many benefits of Ramadan from reducing hypertension, it increases our brain function where we become more alert because through that lack of food, we have our body uh, where we usually have, they call this the ghrelin levels. Now, the ghrelin levels is those levels that actually tells us I'm hungry. I need food. Uh, feed me. Uh, uh, you didn't give me enough. And that we have throughout the year. But when we recite that near, subhanAllah, and we say, Nawaitu and so mahadin, and we mention that near, automatically, automatically our brain, our whole body uh, 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 becomes energetic and uh, 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 literally changes its understanding of what we need. And that le- and that chrilin uh, levels literally disappears. So literally, when we are fasting, uh, we don't feel that hunger pains, and that's called the chrilin levels. That hunger pains, that pains. It's uh, telling us it's time to eat. I feed me. I'm hungry. That literally disappears. It actually normalizes to the point where we don't have that feeling. But literally, if you should go without food any other time of the year, without that near. And you just uh, uh, wake up the morning and you didn't make uh, any near. Subhanallah, you feel hungry. You're saying, oh, it's been two hours now. I haven't had something to eat. It's been three hours. Yo, I'm going to die. Subhanallah, in the month of Ramadan, it's gone. And that's so beautiful of the month of Ramadan. And then we look at how it, it improves the body's composition, where it gets rid of all the uh, toxicity. It gets rid of all the f- uh, unnecessary fat. You do lose muscle as well. So you do, but it's a controlled method. And it also reduces the risk of cancer because cancer loves toxicity. Cancer loves the, the, to breed in an environment where it's unhealthy. Subhanallah, you're actually um, uh, assisting this uh, the body through this uh, method of stimulating autophage, that method of fasting in the purpose and doing and uh, becoming better and readying yourself for Allah. And not, uh, not forgetting, it lowers also inflammation in the body. 
And what is inflammation? The body's method of fighting infection, fighting different types of uh, um, threats that the body have in the body. Subhanallah, when the body starts normalizing because you have got rid of all this toxicity because you have been fasting, you've got rid of all these unnecessary things. And now when we go to a greater understanding of science, when Ramadan fasting increases red blood cells, white blood cells, platelets, uh, immediately those count increases. The high density of the lipoprotein, or, or should I say the HDL, and increases the blood cholesterol, subhanAllah, and triglyceride levels. It lowers the the, the LDL col- uh, cholesterol, which is the bad one, and the very low density pro, um, uh, uh, cholesterol, which is the VLDL, subhanAllah. When we go to that understanding, Wow, we see the benefit of fasting in not only that spiritual cleanse, but the body cleanse that we so yearn for, that we long for. We're saying, oh Allah, uh, I'm suffering from this condition. This hypertension is killing me. Oh Allah, the inflammation in my body is so severe. Allah say, here's a month. I've shown you, this is what you can do. Why don't you do this? But literally, we have devoid ourselves from the health aspect of what Allah has guided us on. So maybe we have that greater understanding of Uncle Shafat. May Allah bless us for that, inshallah. Amina. Amina, Yusuf, and you once again tickle my brains here. You know, you spoke about uh, reducing inflammation and the health benefits of fasting. And also, you know, you look at it, it protects us from obesity and uh, perhaps also chronic diseases and uh, so forth. And it's also, you know, look at Ramadan, improving our over, uh, overall fitness uh, a lot of people say, hey, you know what, in Ramadan, now this is a very important point to discuss. Uh, you know, uh, I would urge uh, most of us, uh, I mean, I'm talking to myself first, to get onto a, uh, onto a scale before Ramadan and after Ramadan. Check your weight out. If you lost weight, if you lost 10 kgs, 15 kgs, you achieved. But if you added a few kgs, then you know what, Yusuf, talk to me about that phenomena. Yes, subhanAllah. Uh, Alhamdulillah, year upon year, if you can say, as you mentioned, 15 to 20 kilos, you say, Alhamdulillah, Allah has blessed me with that ability to lose weight and lose that excess uh, circumference that we have a problem with, that uh, body mass index that we, we always hear about, that body fat, that blood glucose, the systolic and diastolic uh, blood pressures, the anxiety levels, all becoming normal cooling down. Furthermore, Ramadan also um, uh, helps with necrosis factors um, or, uh, and as I mentioned, cancer, uh, 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 anti-cancer promotion. So among health, uh, healthy uh, adults, there is no adverse effects of Ramadan fasting on the brain, the heart, the lungs, the liver, the kidney, the hematological endocrine profile or the cognitive functions. Ramadan fasting is a healthy non-pharmacological means of minimizing the risk factors of improving your health. Now, when you have that understanding, wow, okay, why do, why isn't uh, everyone fasting? Well, we do know there are certain exemptions, uh, a child and the elderly that is too sick, and those of are suffering from renal or severe conditions, the pregnant woman and the traveler. So Allah has guided them and given them that uh, freedom. Those are, have been exempted, but you that are healthy, you that able to stand up and say, I am ready to work, I am ready to do things, subhanAllah, Allah has guided you and Allah wants you to become better. 
And that is uh, that is how we must understand Ramadan. But many of us uh, feel that this is a uh, such a negative time. This is a time that we are subjected to the month where there is no food, where we feel that Subhanallah, this is a month that uh, that Allah is uh, supposed to be a present, but it feels like. Uh, um, something that has been put on us that is something we cannot achieve something we cannot maintain um, I cannot smoke, I cannot uh, do the things that I want to do There's, uh, I, I couldn't drink and eat what I want to eat, I can't do this I can't do that, subhanallah once you see the benefit of Ramadan and you finish that month and you saw, see that you have lost that 15 or uh, 10, 15 kilos and you say alhamdulillah I feel good and uh, but if you haven't, as you said, because in the month, literally, you have literally packed away or literally uh, uh, eaten away what you've lost out through the day, then you haven't achieved that understanding of Ramadan. Ramadan is that moment where we have that connection to those who are poverty stricken, those who are hunger pains, those who don't have food on the table. We must realize. That uh, this is how what what happens to them. If this happens to them, and I'm feeling that connection to them, let me assist them. Let me do what I can. Now we have the greater understanding of what our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam has been testifying and telling us that he used to tie a stone to his tummy so that he doesn't feel that hunger pain, so that he can give food away to others who he feels that is more uh, um, indigent than that he is. So subhanallah, why uh, why don't we have that understanding? No, when it comes to uh, iftar, we pack away what we didn't have from subuh right through asr, uh, right up till isha, we want to have everything in after maghrib. This is my meal. I want to pack away 20 kilos of food when I am, when it's iftar time. Subhanallah, you haven't understand the beauty of Ramadan. You know, that connection that you, we trying to emulate the life and the beauty and the character of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Why? Why is that so difficult? And that is what we need to understand, Uncle Shafat. What's your thoughts? Absolutely, uh, Yusuf. Uh, you make a lot of sense there, and uh, we need to take in all these uh, different dimensions uh, that you spoke about and already contemplate on each one, and it will give you an answer. And that only answer is, uh, you know, we need to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, I mean, you look at the sunnah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa your dietary laws, I mean, it's, 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 it's governed by the noble Qur'an. Your spirituality is governed by the noble Qur'an. You know, the things that you need to do, your do's and don'ts is there. And then who uh, implements that uh, as a role model, as an example? None other than uh, Nabi Muhammad uh, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then bless you, bless you for that, uh, Yusuf. Also, uh, what we'd like to know is about, you know, how Ramadan benefits the heart. You know, sometimes say, hey, I'm talking from my heart. Or, you know, when you make zikrullah, and zikr is a way, if you really want to polish your heart, make a lot of zikrullah. Talk to us about uh, the health benefits of the heart during Ramadan, uh, Yusuf. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Uncle Shafat, when we talk about the heart, we're talking about the biggest muscle that, that, we, that we are dependent on. Uh, we have other big muscles in our body, but we're not dependent on that muscle, the heart. The heart ha- is, doesn't only, uh, is not only filled with the love of uh, pumping that uh, much-needed fuel, that much-needed uh, substance that much, much much needed liquid that our body lives on and needs and that is our blood it does more than does that lovingly 
it does that autonomously. It's not even connected to us to, 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 to say that we tell the heart when to pump and how to pump. No, it does that lovingly. Allah has granted us and say, yeah, I'm giving you a gift. And this is an engine. This is a pump that will be there from the time you, from the time you open your eyes and you're alive till the time you die. So subhanAllah, this, uh, this pump, this uh, a pump is so unique. And now we have a, a when we go to science and we find out that science has now informed us, not now recently, I'm talking for many years already, the uh, science has informed us that the heart has the same gray matter that we have uh, in our brain, it surrounds the heart. The same gray matter also surrounds our intestines or our tummy. So we, many people say, but you have you you think with the heart or you feel with the heart because we have that gray matter that connection there is a um uh, which has been f- uh, also uh, um investigated and also confirmed that there is a like a super highway network cabling that runs from the heart to the brain subhanallah so when you say i think with the heart I feel with the heart that is literally true because your brain is connected to your heart. Your, your heart is connected to your brain through that unique gray matter uh, system and uh, which uh, it's only found out uh, uh, when I say recently in the past 50, uh, 50 60 years and uh, which is unique because why because, uh, it's always been said you feel with the heart you feel with the, or you feel with understanding. But then, as, as I said, you find that same gray matter also on the tummy. That's why you feel that anxiety, that depression, you all emanates from the tummy. It comes from, uh, you have uh, uh, Eastern philosophy, they call the chakra area. But it's actually, uh, subhanAllah, so much more. Because uh, our unique connection that we have with our whole body is unique. Uh, uh, we are in tuned. But many of us, we are not in tuned. Literally, we devoid and uh, we de- de- uh, feel that we shouldn't be become dependent on our emotions or our special spiritual connection. We must be devoid. We are literally independent, free, and uh, uh, um, individuals that can do what we want to. Subhanallah. No, Allah has guided us through having that connection with the heart. So when we make that dikrullah, when we recite the Quran, we ha- we elevate our heart's ability to connect to Allah. We elevate its importance, elevate its uniqueness, because as I said, Allah has given it to uh, the heart, to us with love and with beauty. So when we recite and we have the dhikrullah towards Allah and for Allah and nobody else but Allah, subhanAllah, that heart, that heart uh, that, uh, uh, literally uh, bursts with that love and saying, oh Allah, the slave is calling from you. Oh Allah, every beat is oh Allah. So subhanAllah, when we in tune with every beat and saying, oh Allah, with dhikrullah, subhanAllah, that connection and becomes so much stronger, so much better uh, subhanallah if you can only think of that and think how that connection makes us better human beings subhanallah may allah guide us and protect us to be that kind of understanding have that kind of understanding inshallah i mean uncle shafat yeah, beautiful indeed uh, yusuf and also whilst you're talking you know i've spoken to many of our elders and uh, you know some of my ulama friends also they say you know uh, shafat when it comes to fasting 
you know, if you if you're in the habit of fasting, the Monday and Thursday fast, and you know the 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 the, the, the uh, mid uh, mid month three fast also, uh, uh, it says it 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 may delay uh, uh, aging process, and it, uh, you know they say automatically the person that's uh, addicted to fasting for the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, uh, they have a constant nur on the face, uh, Yusuf, and uh, you know. Generally, you find this, uh, the, those types of individuals that fast uh, have a greater potential of imbibing more spirituality. What's your thoughts on that? Subhanallah, Dr. Shafat, um, as, uh, as we spoke about earlier, when you make that niyat, and if that niyyah is in Ramadan or outside Ramadan, if you're doing the nafil or the sunnah fast, subhanAllah, uh, uh, automatically you benefit from uh, that fasting to the point so much that you respect each and every grain that you that you eat, every uh, drop of uh, water that you consume, everything becomes more, how can I say, more valuable has more spiritual connection to whereas when uh, you ha- you are just eating and imbibing without any bismillah or imbibing without that love or understanding of of, of what you are doing to your body subhanallah then we devoid now as as uh, as you mentioned you those people look look younger why? Because uh, they, uh, their body fat, uh, uh, their body mass index is actually perfect. The uh, the glucose levels is 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 perfect. Looking at the um, uh, inflammatory response is actually awesome. Looking at uh, uh, if the uh, those who are overindulging, uh, those who are doing um, uh, all the negatives and having too much of the wrong things, uh, which is from your sugary drinks, which we shouldn't even have, uh, or our sugary fruit juices, or the sodas, and all these uh, um, evil or wrong um, methods that can damage the body. Um, I, I call it evil because, subhanAllah, um, it, 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 it has the potential to damage our body on a cellular level because of the amount of sugars. Not to say that, uh, uh, um, how can I say, uh, that a person uh, uh, shouldn't uh, consume uh, any fruits or which is natural or organic if you made it yourself, if it's a um, DIY uh, type of foods. No, subhanAllah, that's different. But when you look at uh, the carbonated uh, cold drinks, the sugary cold drink, it is extremely bad for the body. Uh, If you consume... um, maybe one yeah, a glass uh, over a period of time of a, of a week or a month is different to having a, a one two liter every break for every meal or having a two liter of uh, beverage uh, th- uh, throughout the day and now when we're in the month of Ramadan all that sugariness actually disappear so literally you're having uh, the potential of having the worst disease known to man which is called diabetes diabetes is a killer that um, literally it's a a silent killer that uh, constantly eats away on us Uh, whereas when we we compare that to cancer and various other other conditions there's more people that uh, loses their limb because of diabetes in the month uh, of the way they are eating, which is connected to sugary drinks. So therefore, I call it evil. 
Oh, when we look at getting rid of all those evil um, methods of increasing sugars, which is unnatural, which are, are that our body doesn't need. Subhanallah, those are the um, wish washer of, uh, of, of shaitan telling us, I'm looking for something sweet. I want something liquor. I want something that is going to uh, um, tickle my taste buds. Subhanallah. Now, that wish washer of, uh, of shaitan is constantly in our ear and we must try and cleanse that and saying, subhanallah, I'm drinking uh, clean, organic, uh, wholesome water. I'm drinking the water that is either rainwater or water that is uh, spring water or, uh, or um, uh, water that is uh, that I've uh, that has been cleaned and distilled in a beautiful and uh, correct manner. Subhanallah. When we have that kind of understanding of what to give the body, what must I feed my body? Then we say, well, if I want something sugary, go for dates. Go for something uh, that's even nicer, honey. Now we're looking at sugars that is good for the body, not artificial sugars that is evil, that will actually destroy our body, that will, uh, will, that will actually take away our limbs, that will actually be the death of us, that will even cause heart attacks and stroke. So subhanAllah, when we have that understanding, oh wow, in this month of Ramadan, let me get rid of all the sugars. In this month of Ramadan, I'm not going to have all that fruits, uh, fruit juices that, that is not, uh, that's too sweet for my body. I'm trying to get rid of all that, that unnatural fruits uh, that's with added sugars. I must get rid of that. So subhanAllah, may Allah guide us and protect us and give us that great understanding what we need, what is good for our body. Uncle Shafat? I tell you, that was a sweet uh, input there, indeed. <laughs> but, hey, not too sweet, people. Yeah, don't be oversweet. Be uh, moderate in that. But, uh, Yusuf, you know, during uh, the uh, month of Ramadan, and then, you know, as you said, the whispering of shaitans come through. But then people talk to you, just, hey, but, you know, Yusuf, you know, Shafat, I've got a problem. I always get the digestive issues, including constipation. I get diarrhea, become nauseous, and there's bloating in Ramadan. And, you know, the reduction of uh, food intake that comes along uh, uh, with the fasting, uh, you know, may uh, they say, no, it, it may uh, affect me. And, you know, my doctor told me not to uh, fast and so forth because it's causing constipation and other side effects. How would you advise people like that, uh, Yusuf? Uncle Shafat, you see, um, diet is very important. And a lot of people's diet is um, they have a dirty diet. Either they don't consume enough water, um, uh, the water intake is under eight glasses. Uh, when you have diabetes, you need to uh, turn away from cold waters, which is constrictive. Uh, cold waters is actually a no-no. And in the month of Ramadan, stay away from cold water. Uh, drink warm water or lukewarm water or body temperature water because then you're not aggravating the heart. Uh, uh, drinking enough abundant water from 8 to 12 glasses of water, the more you drink, the better you will cleanse your system. As we know, 70% of our body is made out of water. So that water gets contaminated with all the dirty and becomes and become toxic. When we drink water, we actually cleanse and we get rid of much of that dilute, uh, that concentration that is there and we dilute it. So the more water we drink, the more cleaner we make our water that's in our body. So that is what we need to do. So think of that. 
Uh, now, instead of waters, we drink a lot of cold drinks. Um, unfortunately, that has side effects and that will cause the bloatedness, that will cause the constipation. Uh, many of us are drinking uh, uh, sugary uh, um, uh, beverages, that is either coffee and drinking teas with too much sugar. That also causes that bloatedness and tiredness and that constipation that we're worried about. When we drink clean water. When we drink water that has been heated to the temperature where our body doesn't have to increase itself. You must understand, when we drink cold water, automatically our body temperature uh, uh, lowers because of the water that we are consuming that is either a glass of uh, cold water immediately it affects our body temperature. So when our body temperature uh, dips, our heart has to now increase its production of, uh, 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 of, uh, of blood so that it can bring the heated blood to the rest of the body. So that means you are taxing the heart. So when you tax your heart by drinking too much cold beverages, cold drinks and all these things, you are aggravating and causing a, uh, a heart uh, disease uh, through just the, ma the manner and method of drinking water that you are doing or drinking beverages that are too cold. So in the month of Ramadan, look at that. Uh, when you're saying, uh, I'm suffering from bloatedness, I have a problem with diarrhea, I have a problem with this, I have a problem with that. Just by drinking the water and how you drink the water is very important. That's point number one. Point number two is also your diet. What is the what is your staple diet during the month of Ramadan? Are you eating all the wrong things? Um, uh, what what should we be doing? So besides uh, plain water and get rid, uh, getting rid of the coffee and the teas that are mostly consumed with added sugar and milk and creams, or why didn't you look at uh, something different? Diluted apple cider vinegar. So uh, a lot of people say, but oh no, 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 no. Why, why, why apple cider vinegar? Well, subhanAllah, it has many, many benefits. Uh, we should also look at uh, bone broths if we're looking at soup in the month of Ramadan. So when we're looking at having a correct diet in the month of Ramadan, we see added benefit where we're looking at not only spiritual cleanse, but a body cleanse. And that's very important. So when you look at nutrient-rich vegetables, which can uh, be very good for um, for fasting, like spinach, chard, agrula, kale, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbages, that the other cruciferous foods, that is a must, must, must for Ramadan. So when we're looking at having those salads and having even egg, like egg is another high-protein food. Now, eggs are one of the best foods to eat while fasting, subhanAllah. Egg in the morning with uh, with the avocado pay, uh, avocado on the bread on toasted bread, excellent. Subhanallah. Why not? No, no, no. We want to finish the steak that we didn't finish of last night, and that is what's so wrong. And that will cause that constipation. That will cause that bloatedness. Uncle Shafat, what's your thoughts? Well, you know, whilst you're talking, and I'm thinking of uh, you giving us, uh, you know, what is a good feeling while fasting, and uh, this is what I pick up from you. So when you're fasting, your body you know, has less uh, toxic uh, material flowing uh, through the blood and the lymphatic system, uh, you know, making it easier for us to think whilst uh, we are fasting. And whilst fasting, our energy level, you know, uh, normally, uh, you know, it, 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 it is boosted. And, uh, you know, our brains too become sharper and more focused. 
because not uh, besides that, you know, it's not all about, all about food, food and eating and all. The spirituality is adding a different dimension, and we don't, uh, you know, subconsciously we are very spiritually connected. And uh, we may be talking about our physical aspects. At uh, earlier on, when we started the program, we spoke about the spiritual aspect of uh, Ramadan, and that spirituality. Definitely, every morsel of food that you take is blessed food because you're making niya and eating. Uh, whatever you do, uh, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has uh, automatically turned the mode, you know, the whole month into His mode of Ramadan. It's a blessed month. It's going to be blessings all round, uh, Yusuf. Yes, subhanallah, alhamdulillah. That is the, the understanding and the greater concept that we need to envelop our brain with. And when we have that uh, um, understanding, it be- we become uh, more wiser. Then uh, we have learned something what we didn't do last year, what we didn't do yesterday. So when we have that uh, ability and have a greater understanding, Allah will be pleased with us. Because as you mentioned, we are not just spiritual beings. We are spiritual beings in charge of a gift that Allah has given, which is our body. Something that we need to care for and something we need to um, uh, hold with esteem. Today we abuse the body with so many, all the wrong foods and wrong because of our wish washer that, uh, uh, you know, that uh, whispers of shaitan that I, I like my sugars. Um, I want to have more cakes. I want more luxuries. I want more this. I want more that. And the shaitan is like influencing us and saying, look here, uh, don't appreciate this gift that Allah has given you, this body, and don't care for it. Now, if you lose a limb, alhamdulillah, it's nothing to do with, uh, uh, to do with uh, our, our eating habits, our diet. It's nothing to do with shaitan's wish Russia. It's got nothing to do with all this negativity. It's just one of those things. Subhanallah. Once we have a greater understanding of our duty towards our body, our body that is an amana, amana that we need to respect, that amana that we need to love and care for because we only have one. We, we don't have another spare body in our arsenal, in our closet where we can change and say, okay, I'm finished with this one. I'll take another one. No, we only have one. And when we leave this, leave this body, we go to Allah and Allah will judge us. Uh, and when we stand in the day of Yawm Al-Qiyamah, Allah will ask the body, now you speak. How did Yusuf, how did Shafat treat you? Did he respect you? Did he give you your due diligence? Did he value your 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 beauty? Did he value your 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 essence of life that he uh, the life sustaining ability to travel the uh, not just this dunya but the universe? Did he uh, respect it? Subhanallah. Once we have that understanding and that spiritual connectedness and saying, Subhanallah, oh Allah, I respect this amana. I'm going to give it what it needs, what it deserves, and I won't be abusing it. I won't treat it to all the wrongs and the negatives, which is the whispers of shaitan. I'm going to love and appreciate what you have given me. Subhanallah, that's the moment where you have that spiritual connection to Allah and that spiritual connection to Akhirah. And you're saying, Subhanallah, I'm, I'm, I'm walking my road towards Akhirah with a greater understanding of what is good for my body and what is good for me and my spiritual upliftment and in, uh, enlightenment. So may Allah guide us with that, inshallah. I mean, Uncle Shifat. I mean, a lot of uh, spirituality coming uh, this uh, morning, I, I mean, uh, yeah, this afternoon. And one of them uh, being uh, Yusuf, he's talking from his heart. 
And mashallah, he also comes from a, a very spiritual family indeed. And uh, I can hear it. I can hear it in his voice. And Jazakallah khair, Yaqi, for sharing that with us uh, this afternoon. And, uh, you know, what about uh, those people, you know, oh, for suhoor and uh, you know what? I want to take water-soluble vitamins. You know, I, I want to take vitamins B and C uh, with water and uh, vitamin C, you know, all these things and different types of supplements. And say so that is my... Uh, uh, you know, my, my, my suhoor and all that. How do you advise there? You know, people uh, today may be being toxicated <laughs> and they get toxicated with the uh, medicine, uh, Yusuf. Subhanallah. You see, um, a lot of people do not understand the philosophy of uh, allopathic medicine. The philosophy of allopathic medicine is to try and um, provide a reaction to the body so that the body can react in a certain way by by giving it a poison. Many of, uh, as we know, the study of allopathy is the study of how poisons can influence the body to uh, stimulate the immune system to react in a method and a way which they can confirm and can uh, control. And that is uh, uh, not mind control, but body and uh, chemical control of the body through methods of using um, various different types of medication. So when we have that understanding, it's poison that we are busy with. We are busy if we uh, uh, if we take too much metformin, if we take too much uh, cholesterol, what happened? Uh, uh, some What will happen? We will die. So when we have that understanding, subhanAllah, um, I'm taking this in the month of Ramadan. Um, I must take it because it's regulating my sugars. It's regulating my cholesterol. But if I'm going to uh, take something and I take too much of it, it's going to affect me. So does it uh, react or uh, uh, does it uh, complement uh, with the vitamins that I'm taking? Is it uh, complementing what I have, the chronic medication that I'm taking? Is it uh, interacting and how is it interacting? Now you start realizing, but you are putting a... Uh, 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 your body in a quagmire. You creating a cauldron where which can be a perfect storm that it will actually be extremely bad for your body. So once you start seeing, but okay, my sugars is more now regulated in the month of Ramadan because I've now re- I've taken away all the sugars in my uh, in my diet. I have removed all that uh, uh, the negatives. Immediately, now you start seeing that your sugar level starts becoming uh, uh, leveling out and becoming regular, stabilizing, and uh, your intake of metformin will then, or your sugar tablets will be then much less than what you had before. And after the month of Ramadan, you see, but subhanAllah, I went to the doctor and the doctor took me off my metformin. Wow, subhanAllah, just by making a near, just by changing your diet, just by removing what is the problem in your diet, which is sugar. And once you start removing the, di- uh, the sugars, then you realize, but I love my red meat. I eat a lot of red meat. Um, I eat a lot of uh, uh, unnecessary fats. So once you start regulating that, now you see, but I don't need my cholesterol tablets. My cholesterol tablets is uh, actually redundant. I don't need it. So immediately you start solving issues which you had before because you are taking the various different type of medication. You start repairing the body 
And won't Allah be happy with that? That amana that has been given to you, that has be, been bestowed upon you, and you've looked after it. And when we, it is our demise and we say, oh Allah, I have removed my dependency on the toxicity of medication. I have cleansed my, my body and I'm giving you a body and returning the body better than what I have received it. Subhanallah. So let's have that near. Let's have that understanding that we want to be better than we were yesterday. And let it be that our body will be a benefit and be the calling beacon in Akhirah where we say, subhanallah, our body will be uh, uh, be answering the questions that Allah is asking. How did Yusuf, how did Shafa take care of you? Then they will say, subhanallah, with beauty, with excellence, with love. Subhanallah. Let's make that dua that this Ramadan we can have that greater understanding of that love and that beauty that we need to have for this amana that Allah has given. No, absolutely. A duty with beauty. And I like uh, what you're saying, uh, Yusuf. Uh, you know, the Arabs, uh, they love the dates, uh, but they uh, have it with uh, yogurt. You know, I think uh, when they have the, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the suhoor, uh, that they have it with the yogurt and dates. And then uh, there are certain other individuals that tell you, you know, Yusuf and Shafat, uh, try lemon, warm uh, water with lemon, uh, with a slice of lemon in it and a teaspoon of uh, raw honey and have that. It it is good for your fast and it's good for your system and so forth. How do you uh, advise, uh, Yusuf, uh, looking at the Arabs and looking at uh, uh, some of our locals giving us the suggestion of uh, warm water with lemon, a slice of lemon and honey? How do you advise? Uncle Subhanallah, that is such a uh, a beautiful uh, combination when you com- uh, combining the dates with the yogurt. Uh, uh, they call that super healthy or fat free uh, perfect. Uh, that is good for diabetes even, um, uh, and especially even for heart patients. So when they have the dates uh, with a high fiber food, uh, which is a high fiber food, with uh, like for example a full longer. Um, uh, a yogurt which is uh, uh, the source of calcium and proteins and probiotics uh, it's a com- beautiful combination so you're having something that um, uh, helps not only with regulating your sugar but at the same time uh, improving heart, heart condition so it's a, a plus plus in both ways so it's a very good combination alhamdulillah that uh, which you've asked now for which is the date and the yogurt now looking at uh, the other one which you mentioned which is the water with uh, the lemon um, uh, uh, it's very good in the morning uh, that is warm water or hot water but uh, you you uh, uh, had the same conversation today uh, with a diabetic patient and they wanted to now know that they are doing it but the sugar levels is still high it's still around uh, 7 to to 9 um, but they're happy they said it's uh, they feel that it's still being regulated they're not so dependent anymore on the on, on the medication which is much less than what it was before so i said well just do it a little bit more um add a little bit of cinnamon to it so if you add some cinnamon with uh, some uh, um, lemon um uh, have some uh, um uh, as uh, in the in the water, mix it well, stir it well. Then uh, you also add a little bit of um, uh, um, Subhanallah. Uh, the, the, the the ingredients is just uh, uh, um, eluding my my thought honey. at the moment. Uh, oh yes, honey. Yes, the honey. Jazakallah for that. Yes, it's the honey. But 
be careful uh, with the honey. Uh, people uh, need to ensure that it's uh, organic honey or uh, fresh honey or good honey. Uh, today, people are there is so many con con artists out there that's making honey and selling it as uh, fresh organic honey. So people need to be very careful with that. Inshallah, I mean. So if you're taking your lemon with your uh, cinnamon, uh, the, the combination is very good. Because uh, the, uh, the how do you like this the uh, the lemon actually regulates your acidity in the body and that's awesome because when you do that and you take it with the cin- uh, uh, the uh, cinnamon it also helps with regulating the sugar in the body so you now the uh, by drinking it early in the morning on an empty stomach at least 20 minutes before a meal it's excellent wake up for the body you always drink organics. Uh, at least uh, 10 to 20 minutes before a meal, never after a meal. Don't drink it afterwards. If you drink afterwards, you drink hot water afterwards, uh, so that will help with cleansing, but you are kick-starting the, you know, the, the whole process in your, um, in your system by using the lemon with the cinnamon and hot water and honey excellent combination uh, um, uh, I have also advised to use some apple cider vinegar that I did speak about it a bit earlier that's when you add that apple cider vinegar maybe just a half a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar to that mix subhanallah what a awesome combination it's like a, a kickstart boost for the morning and literally it will make you feel uh, 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 not as hungry as you are to normally feel uh, it will bring down your sugar levels you'll have a good sugar day um, even though you are fasting excellent recommendation so may Allah make it easy um, uh, uh, and guide us with that so first take that uh, cinnamon uh, with uh, lemon, with a, a, a teaspoon of a half a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar, and uh, the um, the honey, a teaspoon of the honey, uh, mix it well, drink it uh, fresh, um, and or should I say as warm as possible, uh, 20 minutes before a meal, and then the meal you're looking at the date and your yogurt, and then you have your uh, your egg with your avocado and toast, awesome. Have that for the morning, and you will feel wonderful. And then remember, at night, have a lot of salads, eat eat well. You will see how you will be, how your body will react by the end of uh, the, the Ramadan. You will feel awesome. You will feel wonderful, and that's all part of the blessings that Allah has got, uh, blessed us with. Inshallah, I mean, beautiful, beautiful indeed, uh, Yusuf. I run out of time, but uh, because of having a great conversation with you and a lovely, uh, I'll call it a consultation. Uh, your parting words are before I let you go. Subhanallah. May Allah make it easy for each and everyone. Have a Ramadan Mubarak. Ramadan Kareem. Uh, and have a Ramadan that's filled with blessings and love, inshallah. Keep me in your du'as. May Allah guide me and protect me to be with you again, not only uh, 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 soon, but also for next year, so that we can have good good um, uh, stories to tell about this experience that we have this Ramadan. So may Allah make it easy for each and everyone. Have a wonderful day further. And for you, Uncle Shafat, have an awesome show. Until we chat again soon. Ma'assalama ila al-iqa. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to our very own uh, Yusuf Mali. Time for us to go for the uh, Zuhur Azan. And inshallah, we will continue uh, with uh, the Tilawa of the Noble Quran and powerful programming coming on Marka Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.